everyone's got something to prove, including us. What's said or what's written or what happened last year doesn't matter anymore. We're going to be calling out to our fans to really put the pressure on because our noise can carry some serious momentum. You play the Jets, you play their fans. Welcome to Winnipeg, Canada's hockey home. Shifley scores! Here's Buffalo, he shoots, he scores! Wheeler finds the scene. Patrick Lyonet finds the back of the net. Ground Control, the official podcast of the Winnipeg Jets, hosted by Jets TV. As these playoffs wear along, changes will be made to this podcast. I no longer will say listening to blah, 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 because I just realized this long opener that Daniel Moss put together tells you exactly what podcast you're listening to. So I am not going to repeat that throughout this podcast. Darren Millard, Jamie Thomas with you ahead of game number five of this series between the Winnipeg Jets and the St. Louis Blues. The series now tied at two. For whatever reason, the home team is yet to get on the board. Clearly, the Winnipeg Jets hope that trend ends tonight. I don't know. Lots of people listen to what Blake Wheeler says, but when Blake Wheeler, the captain of the Winnipeg Jets, says after a 2-1 huge overtime victory, challenges the fans. I don't know if I want to use, if challenging is the right term, but it sure sounds like it when he mentioned about I'm expecting our fans to be ready to go. Day before Good Friday, not many people working on Friday. I think the fans will be charged and ready to go. So with that in mind. Charged? Charged? Is that what, how you call it? I don't want to The accuse. fans will be charged? Char- and thank goodness it's not an 8.30 start because the charging might. Hydration over- will be at a premium. There could be overcharged by that time. And I think there was a tonight, lot of overcharged. Tonight but- will be, uh, let's, let's just say there won't be a lot of cramping yeah. in, in the city. Yeah, hydrating is going to be good. Tonight. The washroom's going to be very busy tonight. <laughs> let's just say it's going to be long lineups. That's if you want to get into Well, that. let's see. Let's see if Winnipeg, because the first two games of the series, yeah. Winnipeg ran into penalty trouble early and did not allow themselves to get into the type of flow that certainly we saw in, in game three when they came out and blitzed the St. Louis Blues and were able to uh, establish themselves with, with the, the help of a penalty in game four. They, they didn't have to defend a penalty in St. Louis and won both those games. Mm-hmm. Game five, at home, a raucous crowd, much different crowd. They've got some, some positiveness to, uh, to grab onto. If Winnipeg can stay out of the penalty box, I think it, it's going to bode very well to have that type of blitzing in, in, a, in a period that, that we expected in games one or two. Here's the thing. I don't believe tonight we're going to see the nervous energy there was in game one and You're game right. two. Because now there's belief. Not yeah. that there wasn't before. Now there's, there was, but there are still questions about this hockey team ahead of game one. Now you're down in game two, you're behind one. You're like, oh, no, once we go down. And the way things went yeah. uh, in the third period of game one, it just kind of fed the uh, nervousness. The yeah. yeah, and you're, not con- you're concerned. So, And the, the way game two was, yes, the, the game started at 8.30. People were extra charged up that night. But there was still that, oh, my goodness, once we go down, oh, two. Now there's momentum for the hometown heroes heading into game five. There's optimism again. You're, there's belief in the goaltender. There's belief in this group now. Uh, changes were made to the lines. There's belief in the coaching staff. But I think the one thing where the Jets should be most happy and their fans and management and the coaching staff is how well the Jets defended as the game wore on in game number two. They they survived that blitz. 
now you have that in your mind and you they started playing their game and i think that carries over well into game number five you know the, the turning point in game four for me was was the david perron penalty on patrick liney yeah which in a weird way starts the the theory theme about patrick liney playing one of his best games in one of the peg jet uniform draws the penalty that that stops the uh, momentum for the St. Louis Blues, gives Winnipeg uh, an opportunity to go on the offensive, which they were able to turn around an 8 nothing deficit in shots and, and establish themselves. That fed into the second period where Winnipeg started playing it, its game, north and south, uh, much, much more consistently. And a third period where it was all Winnipeg and the overtime, the shots were 5-1. Winnipeg, like St. Louis, St. Louis hardly had the puck in the in the third period and the overtime. But that all started with Patrick Liney uh, doing something and playing the right way, and that's a cliche in some regards. But he was playing the right way and drew a penalty, and also was was significant in in the defensive zone. He just it was it was, it was his most complete game. That I that I've seen in, in a long, long time. And isn't that something to say when he's got three goals yeah. in the first three games of the series, and all of a sudden we're going, "This was his best game." Did not have a goal or a point for that no, matter. No, would you agree with that? You you've watched him up close a yeah. lot more than I. Yeah, have. I just every everything that Paul Maurice has been saying about Patrick Laine, he's a big man. One day he's going to be a, you know big man game. That was a big man game, blocking shots, fizzing, finishing checks. If you're not going to score, you got to do something else. And Patrick Laine was everything in that department, and just a great message for everybody else there's more to his game than just scoring goals which Paul Maurice has been asked about three or four times in this series mm-hmm. and keeps going back to it that he's he's witnessed growth over the last few months and even when he was in the one for 19 stretch he was witnessing growth now you'll you'll take the three goals in three games absolutely of course but I, I would I would argue he played a better game in game four than he did in in the games in which which he scored how do you take advantage of the crowd it's just it's something either either team has yet to get into, and maybe St. Louis used that in Game Four to get out to that quick start in game, you know, first ten minutes. Mm-hmm. But it's almost gone away. Well, at first you stay out of the penalty box. Yeah, and that goes for that allows all four lines to get out and get into it and ride the momentum. And oddly, it was the top line and 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 Shifley that that took a early penalty in in both games one and two. So everybody and Perot's taken a couple of questionable penalties in, in the series. Perot's got four penalties in this series and only played in three games. Three games. So from first line to fourth line, if you want to title them that way, nobody can take a penalty mm-hmm. now, unless it's really called for. Yeah. But be aggressive. But let let that crowd run 50% with you. You don't have to lead the crowd. The crowd doesn't have to lead you. Work in lockstep. And and it's 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 goofy to say that, but but don't try and do too much. And let yourself get into the game a little bit before before something takes a twist or a turn. And and look, it's an intimidating place to play. It is, but you let it let it be that. Mm-hmm. Don't don't take the momentum out of it. Exactly. Get that get that goal, get a two goal lead. See what happens. I don't think St. Louis could withstand a two goal lead in this building because that's where you know that was lost. In the series going back last year in Nashville, they couldn't score on home ice in mm-hmm. games uh, four and six. And a little bit of the magic was lost going, you know, game five and game two against Vegas. Very good f- first game there. Now if you get that two-goal lead here at Bell MTS Place tonight, this place is busted. Yeah, and, let and, it work for you. Yeah, that's where you work it to your advantage. In and a weird way, Winnipeg took their own crowd 
out of they the did mix themselves. In, in, in game one and two. Mm-hmm. I don't anticipate that happening tonight. Yeah. I really think that, well, one, you're, you're right about uh, the crowd and the fan base being very different going into game five tonight than they were going into game one, where there was trepidation based on the way they finished the regular season and people were, were more, oh, no, or I don't want to buy in because this could happen. It's, it's different. Those two games in St. Louis did wonderful things for the belief. So they, they, the crowd will be ready. The team's playing. Uh, it, that, that game, game four, while it was a one-goal game in overtime, that's mm. the best I've seen Winnipeg skate in a long time. And Paul Maurice also has to feel good because the advantage, the head-to-head of the top line, Craig Berube got, got his matchup, it looked like, with the Shifley line going against the O'Reilly line because it got him away from Adam Lowry's unit from, after game two. But then Shifley, Wheeler, and Connor took over. Okay, so, so what, does, what did we get tonight in a matchup from Paul Maurice? Because I think you, I, I, I believe he's fine with the Shifley line. Yeah, again. yeah. Game two, he he spent a lot of time with Lowry's line mm-hmm. out out there. That was a different Lowry line than than we saw in game because it wasn't working for the yeah. for Shifley's line. Then he got the, the, the but he used Lowry as the stop. Yeah, the the defensive matchup and spotted Shifley in a little bit. Then in games three and four, when you have so much success and and Shifley Wheeler and and Connor really break out and and got better from game three to four even. Do you stick with that because yes. of the success they had? To me, yes. I don't think it's worked for you, so now keep going. Don't change from I mean, it. Paul Maurice has got his lineup. He's moved his lines mm-hmm. around. It's been effective for two games. Don't tell me you're going to go away from that because now you have last change. I think you like everything you had from your your top line in, in game four. I try not to get in the head of coaches because mm-hmm. I, well, one, I just don't know as much as, as they do. Mm-hmm. But I'm coaches love to match up, and some some coaches can out coach themselves. But on the surface, I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm almost inclined to to go with that head to head best on best. Now Tarasenko Tarasenko had six shots and a goal in in game four. Uh, O'Reilly had the puck all the, off the faceoff. Yeah, he was sixty five percent. He had the puck all the time. Didn't matter. Brayden had nothing. And and yet Winnipeg was able to win that matchup head to head. So mm-hmm. I'm. It's it's a it's an intriguing one. Jets did not uh, hold a media availability yesterday, uh, traveling back from St. Louis to Winnipeg. But uh, here's Paul Maurice. Some interesting comments that he made after the win in Game Four. We were pretty good. You know, we liked our game, um, and we've built toward it. Uh, and then we we would have had the same thing. So Connor Hellebuck was pretty. He didn't have as much work, but you don't. You still have to be as equal to the task, and he was. And then Mark Shifley was a special player tonight. So it, it, it's going to look like this, you know, very possibly for the next three games. It's going to be really, really tight. It'll be a, the entire team's going to have to play well, but you're going to need one guy to put you over the top. I, I think you get to your game in a series, or, or you don't. Um, and we're getting closer to it, and we're going to need to, we're going to, need to keep building on that. They, you know, they, they're not going away. It's best two out of three kind of start hit the reset button and you go back to where you started this series hopefully uh you know home ice works out for for us shop where the players shop jets gear and truenorthshop.com are your authentic team stores make sure to stock up on all your favorite winnipeg jets and manitoba moose merchandise today 
Visit one of the five Jets Gear locations or shop online at truenorthshop.com. This is Nikolai Ehlers. You're listening to Ground Control, the official podcast of the Winnipeg Jets. When we come out of break, it's when we give back to you, the listener, our fans. You, well, maybe you not our fans, the you Jets You went into this, like, entertainer delivery when, when you do this. Because you're just, like, when you know you have to do the same thing every day, you have to change <laughs> it up. Because if I just, like, say the same thing all the time, you'll be like, oh, here he goes again. Here JetsRewards.ca. Here no, it is. You, you become this different personality, and then after you're done... With the Jess rewards, you turn back into Jamie Thomas. I go back Thomas. to my normal, yeah. blah, blah, blah self. But I'm I sorry I interrupted. Give, <laughs> so, away, give, away, give away our give points. Away 50 Jets reward points, jetsreward.ca. The word is forecheck. And there is a lot of need of a good forecheck tonight for the Winnipeg Jets uh, with game five. I just, I even feel different about this series now that this has come back to Winnipeg. Why? Why do you feel different? Well, it's, it's back to 0-0, zero, zero, but now I just, I just, the game is there. They found it. And you found it on the road. That's the best part. Mm-hmm. Now you just have to bring it back and, and throw it on home ice. And your your goaltender said, I'm fine. Yeah. Paraphrasing. Pretty much challenging the media. I'm good. This is going to be fine. And he delivered. So you have that. Whatever confidence level he had after game two, that doesn't matter anymore. Now he's got the confidence level. A 1.90 goals against average last two games. 934 save percentage. Was brilliant in the third period in game four. That means something going well, to game here, five. Here's the thing. He wasn't perfect in game three. Winnipeg won the game for Connor Halibut. He wasn't, I don't think he was as shaky as he was in, in game two or the perceived shakiness, but he, it was, it was far from perfect. Game four, much different story. Mm-hmm. He was great. The first period early on, he was great. Uh, shut out through two periods. Uh, and then the Tarasenko goal goes in. Great shot but made a couple of big saves after that. And I, that, to me, as much as the Shifley-Wheeler-Connor line finding their legs and getting going, the Adam Lowry line was fantastic, and, and Liney's performance, uh, the, the Connor Hellebuck turnaround from the end of Game 2 and the tension around the, the Connor Hellebuck narrative mm-hmm. to coming home and, and playing Game 5 tonight is is significant and we we saw a big a big growth spurt in confidence for for Connor Hallibuck. One thing you've picked up on and noticed through the first four games of the series, Jordan Bennington, very aggressive goaltender. Yeah. And you likened him to Marc Andre Fleury last year, who was the Jets nemesis in the Western Conference final. I think he picks his spots more than than Vegas. Right. Uh but what happened to Marc Andre Fleury in the Stanley Cup final? Yeah, they they took advantage of it. And the Capitals worked, took advantage worked of his Worked it east-west. Worked the puck east-west a lot. Uh, there was opportunities. There was a two-on-one in overtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shifley had it, and Pareko made a great slide and, and got in the way and, and intercepted the pass where they're trying to go across. I'll be curious whether or not they, they try that a little bit more because he does get very, very aggressive outside, uh, outside that crease. Uh, again, it, he's a little more selective in it and, and not just defaulting to it. But uh, but now that we've seen it four times, it's like um, uh, th- those those game by game scouting reports. And in, and in that bat, you can't tell anything. But over a series, you, you certainly it's see no that the guy's small vulnerable. Size. This yeah, is now he's vulnerable tendencies. to the curveball. Uh, give him the deuce. Uh, so let's let's see whether how much Winnipeg really takes advantage of it. Uh, even on the winning goal, Bennington ends up 
making a great save off of uh, off of Shifley and Wheeler yeah. on on that rush, and but he's he's slightly off to the side, and Connor's uh, Connor's there, so he makes the big save. Uh, he's very aggressive, but caught out of position on the rebound, and or, and Shifley sets up Connor. So that that that's just something to keep an eye on. Another thing that you caught an eye on it is Jordan Bennington on the after the goal by Kyle Connor picked where, the puck out of the it? net. He grabbed the puck and carried it with him. We got to find out where the puck is. Maybe something we can ask Jordan Bennington. Don't Let's you have do another it. podcast that does goalie stuff that you can? Can't you ask him that? Yes, you know what? Yeah. I will. I'll, I'll I'll check in that. Yeah. On that, but Jordan Bennington right away. Yeah. Grabbed the puck. I thought he was just getting it out of the net because mm-hmm. you know goalies. Young Mosser, our producer of the uh, podcast, is soccer a goal soccer tender. goalie. Yeah. He wouldn't let any. He would barely let grass grow inside the net. Apparently, but Bennington didn't just get the puck out of the net mm-hmm. and shoot it down the ice. He grabbed it and and, and took off with it. It's it's Chris Pronger all, back to 2010 Chicago. And Philadelphia, when he kept taking the game pucks from the from the Blackhawks, and he still has he still has the the puck from game two, yeah, in his in his uh, man cave, yeah. And he told me that he would sell it to a Chicago Blackhawk fan and donate the money to charity. But he's got it in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> See that? Not even on a not even on a stand, a Ziploc bag. It's so in a Ziploc bag. He sent me a picture of it. <laughs> that is that is so beautifully. Uh, I miss that guy. Immature hockey, yeah. but awesome. Like it's just there's not enough immature, like goofiness like that. Like that. Yeah. Yes, the, the, like, he didn't the just take it. it and toss it in the gar- in the garbage or anything. Yeah. he kept that 2010 puck. That being said, Line A calling Pat Maroon fat was pretty good in game two. Like, how do you come back from that? But he's although still, Maroon was pretty good. Yeah, I may be chunky, but I'm effective. Is that what yeah. it was? Line like so the, the, Maroon was great, mm. but the game got too fast for him. That's, That's not, another thing to keep an eye on tonight. Yeah. It got just, too fast for the St. Louis Blues. The Bozak-Thomas uh, maroon line has been very effective Shots for St. Louis. Shots were 20-8 to eight in the f- third period and the overtime. It's going to be fun. In favor of Winnipeg. Game five is going to be a lot of fun. Are you ready for it? I am. And we're also ready for the and how Jets, many Jets TV Live reward, post-game show. How many Jets rewards points do we get? 50. For four check. Four check. Don't forget. Yeah. JetsRewards.ca. And we'll give away more Jets rewards on the Jets TV Live post game show presented by Budweiser immediately following yes. Game Five, Thanks and we'll be on during the uh, morning skate, right? Yes, if you're listening to this super early, yeah, ten ten twenty ish. Yes, we're we're giving you the weird times now. That's the digital world we 10, live in. Ten twenty two. Just depends when everybody comes on the ice. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, 2025. When you say goodbye, do it in your announcer voice. The one with the Jets rewards one? Yeah. I can't even do it now because <laughs> the enthusiasm's not there. There's no reason behind it. Talk to you guys tomorrow. This is Big Ground Control, the official podcast of the Winnipeg Jets, hosted by Jets TV. For Jets news, videos, and more, head to winnipegjets.com.